y'all. Welcome back to the Matt Lestally Show. <laughs> so, I'll tell you what. Um, this episode's entitled, uh, I Have a Confession to Make. <laughs> I feel like I have, um, something hilarious just happened. I feel like I have, like, three confessions to make. Uh, so... One is that this is not the first time that we're having this conversation. I mean, it's the first time that we're having this conversation, but it's not the first time I'm having this conversation because I recorded all of this already. And then we had a hard crash <laughs> right, right in the thick of it, you know, and it was, it was quite glorious. But I will say, and this, this, uh, this is the way that I try to view most obstacles and most, most of these things that um, come up in our lives as... Um, uh, kind of barriers between us and success and us and, and the type of mentality that we aspire to have is when these things happen. And so one of the things that I was talking about were at, at that time were the things that you can control and the things you can't control, right? And so where should I invest my mental and emotional energy and invest my time? Probably not in the things that I can't control. So I couldn't control to my knowledge, <laughs> that whether or not my computer is going to crash right then. Um, and so I could be really upset about it um, because I had spent time invested into this episode already and it was going pretty well um, and now I have to do it over again. But, but I'll tell you what, I knew as I was going through, it could be better. Now, it can always be better. Um, and so I... I it's we're we're all about finding and, and we talk about this frequently we're about finding the balance and threading the needle of the eyelet of what's what's good enough and what's perfect and we don't want to miss that that hole because we're not trying because we're not we're not we don't want to thread it yet because it's not good enough it's not it's not perfect we don't it, it's not acceptable I'll tell you what it wasn't perfect but it was acceptable. <laughs> it was good enough. Uh, and I, but with that, there were, there were many things, there were several things that came up in it that, that I didn't like. I didn't like the way that some of it flowed. And so now I get a chance to correct that. Right. And so that's pretty cool. Um, that's, that's, uh, that's one pro to, to recording this and then publishing it. And so this should actually be, this is Monday. This will come out tomorrow, Tuesday, today for you guys, which is Tuesday. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, let's see, there we go. See, even now, even on round two, we're still not perfect. Still getting dings. Um, okay, so the title of this episode is I Have a Confession to Make. And like I said, I have multiple. So my first confession is that I've failed. I have failed, you guys. I have not held up my end of the bargain um, when it comes to providing you content on a consistent basis every week. Um, that's that's an hour agreement when you guys come. That's my promise to you. And my I have acknowledged and it and it's it's taken some time and it's taken some humility to really sit back and reflect and and, and really this kind of embrace the the spirit of this entire show and the entire training programs that I have are that it's all about introspection. It's it's all about growth, personal growth through self-discovery that's made by introspection, right? That's That's the flow. We introspect we discover things about ourselves and then we can make positive changes that result in improvement. It's like this four-step process. Pretty cool, pretty simple. Um, now that said, simp just because it's simple doesn't mean it's easy. And that's why I'm here. It's to, to show you kind of the guideposts and to help you walk along this path and help you walk this tightrope of introspection, turning that into self-discovery. Because a lot of times we'll say, we'll, we'll introspect, but we won't discover anything. Or, or, or the things we, won't, we discover won't be about ourselves. And so it's not really introspection. We're, just because something bad happened and we're thinking about it 
doesn't mean that we're thinking about ourselves and our role in it. And that's kind of, that's where we lean on the more introspection side. Um, but I don't want to spend too much time into that. We'll, we'll get into that. And a lot of that's available in the trainings that are coming out. Um, I have some really cool trainings that are coming up. We just did our first live seminar last week, which was how to change your mind. That was really cool. Um, and now I'm transitioning that to a recorded show now. So that way, um, we can get it out to everyone. I don't want you guys missing out on, on some of this amazing content, these amazing skills because your schedule didn't align with mine. I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want you guys to miss out on that. So, so we're going to, we're going to build it. We're going to record it. We're going to get it out. And that's a free training for you guys. And it's big. It's no joke. This is, this is some serious training and it's, it's like an hour over an hour long. Um, and so it's, it's got, it's jam packed. It's got a lot of stuff in there and I tried to do what I could in an hour, but, um, but yeah, so it's, it's pretty cool. And then that's going to lead into, that's kind of a building block, that free one. It's kind of a building block to the next one. Gratitude as an action. Um, and so, yeah, no, I'm really excited about this thing. This thing is really cool. Um, but yeah, so I, I wanted to talk, um, about like, so with some of my other confessions real quick before we kind of dive into, to the, the content for the day. So, um, so yeah, the, the, those were the two the two kind of surface ones we talked. My two confessions so far were, uh, I I'm not I'm I have failed you guys because of being overwhelmed by circumstances, being overwhelmed by events, and not planning, having the plan set but not following it through, and 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 then when it, the plan didn't work, not readjusting. Isn't that so crucial? We can sit there and we can plan and we can deliberate and we can we can put all of our ducks in a row. But when we, when we, when we push our, <laughs> follow this bathtub analogy all the way in, follow, go with me, we have all our ducks on like the side of the bathtub and we want to push them into the, it's probably not where the expression comes from. It's probably like, like actual ducks, but I don't know. And I'm going with rubber ducks in the bathtub. So you have all of these ducks on the, on the side of the bathtub and, and your, your thought is, oh, I'm going to just going to, I have them all lined up. They're all ready to go. And I'm just going to get them all into the tub and once they go into the tub they they hit they splash they bounce they flip and they none of them are in order anymore <laughs> so that's like that's first in the army we'd call that first contact um in boxing you say um the first punch lands um in life it's when when you're when you try to put your plan into action and then and then life is there waiting for you to meet you on the way <laughs> so that's that's uh that's been what's happening is that life has met me on the way as I've as I built this plan out to manage my time and, and in the beginning, it was so good. Like the schedule actually like when I added in school, so it was working three days a week, plus the show, plus building the training programs, plus and then all of that was fine. And honestly, like I could have been more productive. I could have been better with my time, but it was it was working. It was working. We were we were getting some good things done. Um and then when school started, uh I'm taking three classes right now, and through George Mason University, really cool, really nice school. I, I like it a lot. And um, <laughs> there's, when it started, it went really well. I almost got more productive because I was like, I acknowledged I needed more time in my day. And so the way that I got more time is I woke up earlier. And so with that extra time, it was like this this piece where it was just me and this concentrated like three two to three hours before anyone else entered into my sphere or before I had to think about anything else and I could dedicate that two to three hours to anything that I wanted and that that was great until you know until first contact until I got punched in the face until something didn't line up and I didn't and the plan didn't go according to the way that I thought it was going to. A lot of it was theoretical. I didn't know how much time certain things were going to take. And so when things took longer um, and I had to invest more time into it to meet deadlines and then still blowing deadlines, then it, then everything kind of got top tipsy-turvy. And then the schedule was built off certain days of the week working and those shifted. And so it just turned into a big old hot flaming mess. <laughs> um and so, yeah, so I failed. So I failed you guys. And I apologize for that. And I, I, my promise to you from this point forward is absolutely unquestionably to prioritize. I am not going to actively deprioritize this show. This show is really, really important to me. And our relationship is really important to me. And so I promise you I'm going to be here every week. Now, that said, I am going to push the days. We're going to adjust the schedule a little bit. So... We're looking Thursdays and Fridays. Um, I want to get this out as soon. You know what? 
I'm gonna do I'm gonna release this on Thursday because that is that way we're gonna be more consistent. So you know if you're listening to this on the day that it comes out, it's Thursday and and that is the new schedule. Right. So we kind of bounced around between Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and it was like any day during the week and it got real real hit or miss. And I want you guys to know exactly when it's gonna come out and when to expect it, when that episode's gonna drop. Um and so it's going to be Thursdays and my goal is to is to have it done Thursday morning. Um, so on East Eastern standard time, I'm looking by, uh, probably by 10 o'clock by 10 o'clock on Thursdays. Yeah. So that's the goal. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my promise to you, um, is that we will get this published there every week and, and I will not, I will stop failing you. If I'm going to fail somebody else, something, it's not going to be you guys. All right. That's, that's my promise. Um, and so then my third confession, um, and probably the most significant, the one that you would probably not anticipate with the content of this show, is I am having a beef with resilience right now. And so as I'm building these courses, and I'm going through resilience training, and I'm building it for people, I'm... people want to know what resilience is. And I mean, because everyone has an idea in their head. Um, and leaving ideas floating in your head and not clearly defining what they are is part of the recipe for you never accomplishing anything or never accomplishing anything significant of note or that is that will go onto your uh, tombstone kind of a thing. So you need to clearly define what it is that we're talking about in order to, whenever I would... De- look at resilience and resiliency and and the training it's the idea is um whenever you're dealing with anybody's resilience training you're they want you to be like a tennis ball right so they don't want you to be the egg they'll give you the the egg there's there's the whole story the analogy where it's you have the egg the the carrots and the coffee right and so if you take an egg it's soft right and it's and it's the shell is is fragile so you throw it on the ground cracks breaks yolks everywhere you throw it in so that's one form of of uh obstacles of of um negative events that can come up um that would be one but the one that they use in this in this specific line of thinking in the story mode um is hot water right so hot water is the life obstacle that's the egg is you water boiling is life you go into life like fragile and breakable and then you go into it and then life happens to you and then you get hard and then you don't and so and so that's that's not desirable right you don't want to become hardened you want to become you want to become smart but you don't want to become hard you don't want to you don't want to lose your heart because life has been tough to you you want to be open so that because if you if you become too hard, then your ability to form deep and meaningful relationships can be hindered because you're putting up these hard, stiff, brutal, impenetrable walls so that way you don't get hurt again. That's the idea. And so that's not good. So then we look at the carrots, right? And so carrots start off, they're hard, you know? Like you can don't, don't, you can whack yourself, whack your kid on the head. I cannot confirm or deny whether I've ever done that before. Um, but... They're hard, right? They start out hard, and then you throw it into water, and then they become soft and mushy and 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 weak, and and it's not very good. You know, you same thing with potatoes, whatever. It's the same same idea. You start out um, firm, and then you kind of break down, and as it keeps going, you turn into mush, and then you're just like you're nothing. You don't stand for anything. You don't have any principles. You're just you just exist, and you're you're broken. You're you're motivation and your purpose and your soul and your energy is depleted to to mush right and that's obviously that's not good either and so then you look at coffee grounds right so coffee coffee grounds you have them and you throw them in um to boiling hot water and what do they do they change the water and not only do they change the water they change it into something that's aromatically lovely 
I, I remember even as a kid when I hated coffee that I would smell coffee brewing in the morning. I'm like, oh my gosh, that smells so good. I don't understand. I couldn't stand the taste. I love it now. But I couldn't stand the taste of it. And the smell was so good. The aroma, oh, so rich and beautiful and lovely. I just absolutely love it. But it, the thing there is that it changed the environment. And so we, we want people to be in a position to, to change the world around them and not get changed themselves. And that is where I think we hit, I hit my crossroads with resilience. I don't think that it's very smart or wise for you to look to want to not change, right? I think that you should be aspiring for growth. I think about the tennis ball example. This is a much smaller and easier analogy. You are a tennis ball. Resilience is you get thrown against the ground and when you make impact with the ground then that part of you becomes flat you're reacting to and responding your your reaction is you turn flat against the wall then you respond and you you bounce off of the wall retaining your original form the sphere and so the idea is you're you are in stasis you come into contact with uh with not controversy, but with struggle, with consternation, with, with life, and you react, and then you respond, and then you get back to stasis. Now, imagine, so I'll give you, <laughs> give you my own example of when I had to go through my impact with a wall. So, <laughs> I I was riding a bike, and I think that I've told the story on the show before uh, recently. It just happened, and so may, if I did, I apologize. If not, then you know, well, you're welcome. And if you're new, then you don't know it anyway. So <laughs> go back, and you might hear it again. Uh, so I was riding the bike with uh, riding on a bike on a family bike ride with my wife and our daughter, and um, and we're going. We're actually riding through a golf course that's in our neighborhood because it's just it's nice to be able to get off of the street and then not so tight where you're on a sidewalk so you're on like the little golf cart tracks going through the golf course now this is like a tuesday or a wednesday or something like that and we are riding um on the golf course and it's like 6 45 at night and and at this time during the week there's usually nobody golfing you know and that's why we've, we've done it many times before and there's never been a problem so we did we did it and we we were enter the golf course and we go down this little hill and we go up this kind of big hill and then we go down the downside of that really of that kind of big hill and we hang a hard right and there's boom we see golf carts and we see people golfing like oh crap let's you know bust a yui get out of here and get off the golf course because we don't want to be in the way of the people golf golfing they're they're supposed to be here we're not supposed to be here um and so we turn around and we have to go back up that big hill we just went down and so i just got this bike it's used it's new to me um, I've never been good with gear shifting and it's not like a mountain bike. It's like a, it's like a cruiser bike, if you will. And it's got like three kind of gears to shift on and this old school, uh, shifter. And so I've tinkered around with it and I'm not, I'm like I said, I'm not good. I figure like, okay, I can pedal really easily. That's not bad for going downhill. And when I click it and it's, and I really have to push hard and that's, and it's harder to push then that's probably good for, for maybe getting ready for an uphill. So I can pedal hard and get a lot of momentum, um, and so I'm getting ready to go up this hill and I, I, I'm, I'm up, I'm standing up and I'm digging, I'm digging, I'm pushing as hard as I can. And then I click the gears to, to try to shift. So that way I'm going to get more leverage out of the, and this is in my head. So I'm not explaining to you what's necessarily correct. I'm just explaining to you what happened in my head. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm pedaling, I'm pedaling, I'm pedaling and I shift gears to try to get more leverage so that my pedals will work even better to get me up the hill. It's very steep, very short incline. So it's it's like up really, really steep for a short period of time. The hill's not tall, but it's steep. And so, and as soon as I click the gear and my foot goes over, the chain pops off. Now, in my personal experience, the chain popping off of a bike leads to the pedals spinning freely. That's not what happened. <laughs> so the chain popped off and somehow I got... I think it wrapped around the 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 peg of the pedal or something, and it locked. I stopped dead right on the spot, and and went cruising, just just 
flying off of the bike, like racked my thigh on the on the seat. I cut open my calf on the on the pedal, and I flipped over, and I landed all the way, all the way, my butt up in the air, flipped around where I'm then upside down with my shoulder impacting the back of my shoulder impacting the ground and sliding off the concrete into the grass and then yasmin comes around the corner and she's like yeah Ooh. she watched it happen she's like what happened like what craziness were you doing knowing me and knowing that i probably did something ridiculous um she gave me she gave, she had a little bit more sympathy after she heard what happened i was just trying to shift gears <laughs> i wasn't trying to be super silly that real real hilarious irony and this is that we spent like 15 minutes trying to size up Adi uh, for uh, a helmet, the correct helmet size going into the bike ride. And we talked about the importance of a helmet and how we weren't going to take this really, 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 really big hill that we've been taking without a helmet anymore because it's too dangerous and it's not worth the risk. Um, and so, so none of us are wearing helmets. And I flipped over. I'm just very, very grateful that I ended up not cracking my head open which was very possible, and uh, and it's been over a week, and I'm still recovering. My shoulder's still recovering, so it's pretty it's pretty funny. Um, we've actually changed the way that we slept on the beds to compensate for how <laughs> I'm laying down with my shoulder. It's so funny. Now we're sleeping with our heads on the foot of the bed. Um, that's how sweet my wife is. But uh, but yeah, so that was my own impact with with the ground and me being the, my own literal tennis ball, if you will. And so the the interesting thing about that is that. I, um, it takes me back to the idea about this resilience, this resiliency and being the tennis ball. So imagine I'm the tennis ball and I hit the ground and I bounce back, right? And I want to go back to stasis. So my stasis, I get fully healthy again, good enough to ride. Awesome. Get back on the bike and I'm, and I'm riding and I see another hill and I click the gear and chain pops off and I go flying off again because I'm at stasis. I got back to where I was before. I didn't grow. I didn't learn from this event. So what what am I doing? What's the resilience isn't enough. It's like resilience plus. And what I'm going to, what I'm calling is real resilience. I want it to be real. I want it to really bounce you back and propel you higher than you were before. Um, Malcolm Gladwell calls this anti-fragility. He's got a book on it. It's really, really, really good. And it was really inspiring. I read it, I listened to it a long time ago, probably a year ago at this point. And, uh, it's not that long, but I've, so many books have been consumed between then and now that it feels like forever ago. So, yeah, so I, I'm really focused on the improvement of seeing the bad things happen, seeing the life events and, and launching yourself forward off of them because I feel like that is, it's so crucial. It's such an important thing. Um, and that resilience just isn't enough. And so we have to, we have to strive for something bigger. We have to strive for something real, something tangible. So I think real resilience training is what I, what we're going to be doing. It's really what I've always been doing. It's just I want to make sure that we're clear in our terms, that we're, we're understanding each other. And that's just wasn't uh i didn't i wasn't happy with it so that's that's kind of like my third confession and that goes into what i want to talk about next and i'm actually going to cut this you guys shouldn't ex experience any sort of delay um because i want to show you something and i can't really switch screens right now so give me a second let me switch screens and i'm going to show you something pretty cool all right here we go so what i wanted to show you guys was um was this chart right and so hopefully y'all are seeing it and uh i guess i'll see after i go so this is actually um we talked about uh the obstacles and stuff earlier this is actually the third time that i'm doing this so i'm really curious if it's gonna work i think my computer has been overheating um because it just in this office just bakes it just gets so flipping hot with all the all the lights and the sun bearing down in the afternoons and and then the fans make too much noise to record in so it's 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 hilarious but it has turned into uh this specific endeavor breaking down so so i've i'm literally i'm in the room right now all the lights are cut off i just had the computer sitting in front of a fan on full blast uh, and we're gonna see how this thing goes. I suppose we shouldn't waste too much more time before, uh, before diving in. Um. Okay. Alright, so, 
Sorry, I just uh, I lost the recording there for a second, or I thought that I did, and I just wanted to make sure that that I didn't lose you guys because I didn't want to keep doing this if it's not recording. <laughs> so, okay, um, all right. So we have we have our our fancy schmancy um, overlapping circles here. This is what's known in the biz as uh, oh, let's not do that. Let's nope. Let's make this. Let's do fancy, right? This is a Venn diagram, and it's a Venn. That might not even be the right way you spell Venn, but in my head, that's how it goes. So that's what you get. <laughs> so in this, we're going to be talking about four different categories, as you can see by these four different circles. We're going to be talking about the whole purpose of this is talking about things that you can, can control and things that you can't control and things that matter, and things that don't matter. So this is kind of uh, the overlap of those things. So if, and so if you're, if you're watching, um, great, then this is going to work out really well for you. If you're just listening, I'm going to do my gosh darn best to make sure that you're taken care of. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see how it goes. Let me know. Um, okay, so we have C plus, and what I'm calling C plus, these are our um, these are our outputs. Okay, Let's think of it like, and I'm sorry uh, that you're gonna be dealing with um, some some mathematical terminology and vocabulary <laughs> because because of the math class that I'm in is is taking up the majority of my time. Of all the classes and of all the things that I have going on right now, I'm probably investing more time into the one task of math than anything else. And so because of that, we're, uh, we're going to be seeing some more, <laughs> some more terms like outputs, you know, but it also it's very fitting. And that's it's one of the things that I actually really appreciate about um, doing new things and, and expanding my understanding and knowledge of the world is that anytime that I'm doing that, more and more understanding gets brought to me but like the the language from those things that i'm understanding increases and so when i'm understanding when i'm when i'm increasing my vocabulary my ability to to both relay and clearly convey ideas to people um it enhances my ability to do that enhances so and and hopefully there that helps the understanding for other people um, to increase as well. And it also helps me to understand more ideas of what other people are talking about. So it does nothing but just increase my the borders of my own personal reality. So C plus this what this really means. Let me see if I can do this without unplugging the microphone real quick. Alright, so what this really means is positive control so these are things that we actually have control over okay and so we're going to put that if like i said if you're not if you're not watching then i got you it's there are four circles they're overlapping with each other right and in the top left circle we have c plus and these are like i said these are outputs that's probably the most important thing to remember about this these are your personal outputs and so these are things like your reactions to things and really what we want to get to um, and what some of my trainings are built around is shifting this reaction to a response because reactions are really they fall really more into the category down here where we're going to talk about in just a second of the C minuses or um, negative control which just means things that you things that you can't control. And we're going to talk about that in just a second. That's going to be in the bottom left circle. So the the reactions, the responses, right? So you can control your responses to things. Um, these are think of these as we'll categorize these a little bit. So we'll think about it like um, speech you have the ability to control what it is that you're saying. Even if you're having completely contrary thoughts to the words that you're saying, you have control over your speech. Now, we don't always enact that control, but that's your choice. You're choosing to speak 
um, freely at that point and not without uh, restraint. Um, there's also um, body language. This is this is huge. This is a lot of times this is more important than speech itself because we know people can be deceptive and and not even necessarily deceptive but they just they want to if they want to not deceptive in the way that like somebody's trying to lie to you but somebody may be trying to um convey a different idea than what they're really thinking and body language helps you to see that so that's why that's why body language is uh is so important and it's is a key thing to consider when we're talking about um what we have positive control over. And so being aware of the way that you're controlling your body and and what you're doing with it and the way that it can be interpreted to uh, other people. It's, um, it's a, it's an output, right? And it's something that we can control. Um, all right. And then, so, and, and then there's your actual, um, the for real actions, right? It's like the, the things that you really do. And so these can be, um, aggressive and that I just mean it's like a physical uh, it's like a physical response like you, you can get up and walk out you can you know scream you could yell uh, you know but that kind of goes back to speech but like um, it's more like pushing there's more like pushing and and shoving and and fighting and or or and like I said it doesn't have to be confrontational it could be walking out um a shoot it could be it could be a hug right like these are these are all not all negative things but um but this is more uh like this is what you're doing right um with your actions so you have your speech you have your body language you have your your actual actions um outside of those things so that's kind of look at our inputs and, and actually the last one that I want to put in here is um this actually kind of falls out of the line of outputs and kind of falls in the line of inputs and that's where negative control is because we don't really have control over the things that are inputs but that's where um that's where, so when we look at this, and we, when we're considering what we're talking about here, so if actually, you know what, let's do, let's do this. So these are, I'm sorry, I, for those that are listening, um, I'm changing just some color schemes here. So um, the negative control here is an input, right? And then um, for for that we're just gonna we're gonna change the color so that way it all makes more sense kind of on the chart and if you're not if you're not seeing it then sorry man maybe you should watch the show (laughs) so uh okay so up top positive control and we have yellow right and so and and that is the top left circle and so we're gonna color that circle yellow right the part where it's just pure positive control these are the things that we have control over so in this open non overlap circle this is speech this is body language these are your actions these are your physical actions and response and then down here um this is where in the c minus in the bottom left where it's also not um being overlapped by anything else where it's by itself this is not my best drawing ever i apologize but you'll be all right you get it so down here that's the that's a negative control that's lack of control and a lot of that has to do with inputs um so let's talk about that let's do inputs are um news and of news this is really when you think about it, like when I hear news in my head, I go to like like television news, right? So you have local, you have your local news, the things that are actually happening like in your city or around you in your neighborhood. Um, this actually, interestingly enough, uh, a regular data point for me is actually from Ring. Because um, we'll see like, oh, you know, we'll get safety reports from Ring. It's like, oh, we've had this many robberies in your neighborhood and these events and blah, 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 blah. And so it's just a data point. It's an input, right? You can't control that. It's data, 
right? It's just, it is what it is. It's the world around you. Um, and you also have national, right? And so right now that's kind of a big deal because we're getting ready for our national elections. And um, so we're getting a lot of national news if you pay attention to that sort of thing. Um, and then you also have personal, okay? You have personal news. And so that can be things from like your friends and your family and... Um, co-workers and bosses and things like that that's uh i mean and then i guess you could you could really break that down you could throw another one on there that's like professional um and shoot that could be uh that could be new innovations in your field that could be new developments that could be new partners um it could be all sorts of things um and so but it's all new so like i said it's not all bad these are not bad things necessarily the i'm not the point here isn't to identify what's good and what's bad and make moral judgments or, or assessments on these things. It's more identifying, in this beginning part, it's more about your control, identifying those things that you have control over, and then identifying the things that you don't have control over. Okay, and so we see that, and now we're seeing it kind of picture, uh, picturefied, uh, illustrated here. And so what happens when we have this area this in-between area of when blue see i'm real good with colors if you all didn't know blue and yellow together makes green this was not an accident see this is the type of stuff you get on here with me you get you get color wheels man and and i just i have I gotta go a little Moana on you and just tell you, you know, you're welcome. This is what this is what I do for you. So <laughs> this green is actually um, I'm just gonna throw this right on top of here. Nope, you're fine. Yep, just like that. So this green is this middle ground. It's this it's this C C plus minus, right? So it's things that you can control and can't control. And so what would that be? You're like, that doesn't make any sense. It sounds like it's a contradiction. Well, I, I kind of categorize these as things that could go either way, um, depending on how you operate. And so this I'm thinking about stimulus. And this, so um, stimulus being uh, music, podcasts, Shoot, think about friendships. And really, oh gosh, oh heaven. <laughs> Here, we can fix that. We can, we can, oh, I bet you we can undo, right? Hey, there we go. Um, so friendship, friend or, um, and this is really French. I'll just put friendships here, but just know that it's like friendships and it's sort of relationships, right? And so you, these are things that you can control. And they're also things that, um, that have an impact on you. Once you choose them, uh, and, and a lot of times we let them happen passively, and so these are stimulus that end up coming in and causing us pain and frustration. Um, and they be, when they get out of our control, like so, if we're if we have friends around us, so I kind of draw this line: um, music and podcasts are things that you have control of. You're you're picking, you're selecting what you're listening to. Whereas like if you're listening to the news, you're not really getting that type of selection. You're getting whatever they're going to give you. And it's the same thing with podcasts, but you come here and you kind of know what you're going to get, right? And so same, same. And so the friendships and stuff, that's you can choose the people that are around you as friends. Um, it's harder to choose the people that you're around at, uh, like your fellow employees. And so that's kind of where that external stimulus comes into play of, you know, sometimes it's in your control and sometimes it's out of your control. All right, so moving right along from these states of control, of positive and negative control, <clears throat> on the other side, we have, um, we have what matters. Right, okay. So, and we're gonna uh, allocate this in, a, in a, an M plus, M minus kind of a sense, so this top right, circle so um the what we have so far in the top left we have uh positive control bottom left we have uh negative control things we can control things we can't control and now these are the things that matter and in the bottom right are the things that don't matter <clears throat> right so m plus is 
it does matter, right? It does. Now, if we're thinking about the things that actually do matter, this is, these are things like, I mean, I want you to think about it like, like this. So there's kind of three categories when I see this in. So the first one, the big one is health. And this actually breaks down into subcategories of, um, let's see, physical, mental, emotional. You can keep going now. You can break this down however you see fit in your life. They're going to be spiritual. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, so there's, <clears throat> there's health, um, and so, like, you know, physical is, like, you know, your body, mental, uh, you know, your kind of stress and um, emotional, you know, the way that you're responding and interacting with people. But um, um, other outside of health, we have um, relationships. And so this is, I mean, these are all the relationships. These, If you have kids, if you have a wife, um, a husband, uh, you know your your coworkers, your employees, uh things like that. Those are all things that absolutely matter. And um and I mean your goals, right? And so these kind of tie in your goals kind of tie into a lot of the health, a lot of like the mental health and emotional health and stuff like that. But the, these are the things that matter. These are like when I'm talking about goals and I'm, I'm talking about things that um that really matter to you, you know, your passions, the things that you, you are wanting to pursue. And, and the interesting thing is that a lot of people don't really have specified goals or like five-year goals and things like that. And it's, it's so crazy to me because like, we're only here for a certain amount of time. And I guess the question is like, what do you want to do with your time here? You know? And so why not just write some stuff down, write a couple of things down that you really, really want to do. Like when you're on your deathbed and you're looking back at your life and you want to, you want to look back and, and smile upon that, which you've lived, then it's going to be hard to do that. If you didn't have some sort of a plan and kind of push yourself to follow through to it, it's uh, it's, you know, it's, you're not going to, you're not going to do very well. And so this is why goals really matter. Um, and they, and that's why it matters if there's, it matters whether or not they're actually tied, um, to who you are. It's because that's, I mean, that's a whole nother topic, but it's, uh, you're going to be much more inclined to follow through on something when it aligns with your identity and, and who you want to be than, than something that you think that you should be, you know, it's kind of, yeah, it's a little nuanced, but I think you guys get it. Um, and the things that don't matter, right? <clears throat> so things that don't matter, um, let's see, like almost everything else, right? <laughs> so, uh, your neighbors, right? The new car they just bought, the upgrade they're doing on their house, the vacation that they took. Um, it can be, this kind of feeds back over to a, the things that you can't control, right? And so... Um, uh, politics, specifically federal or national politics. It's so funny because this show was initially, when I thought in my head I was really motivated to do a political show, and then I realized that what I actually wanted to do was to make real positive change in people's lives, and the best way to do that was to not do politics because <laughs> it's because it doesn't matter uh there's some sort of crazy statistic where if you look at the bills that passed you know like the what when the majority of people wanted something passed um there was a 33 percent chance that it passed 33 percent chance that it didn't and 33 percent chance that uh, uh no yeah something like that i forget what it was it's something to that effect though um or that a 33% chance that it never got ta never got taken up at all. Um, and it's the, it's the same no matter what the level of interest from the actual population was. It didn't matter. It's always the same. 
Um, and it's just like, once people get elected and they get into office, they're going to do what they're going to do. And you got to trust them to do that. And that's fine. You know, like they're going to get sucked into the system. You have to know that's not going to impact you. It's not going to stop you from doing what you want to do unless you let it. They can hinder you, but they can't stop you. And so, um, and until they get to the point when they're infringing too on my ability to, to make income for my family, um, as long as they're not standing in the way of me doing that and I can maneuver from state to state in order to find what works best for me and my family, you know, then, then we'll stay here, but push come to shove, you know, like if we have to go, we got to go. And it's just about doing what's right for you. And that's taking things back into your control. Um, so yeah, so when we look at this, uh, that's kind of where you get into the things that don't, okay, so let's go, hmm, what color should we do things that don't matter in? We'll do that in orange. And so these are the things that don't matter down here. And the things that do matter We'll do that in pink. This is your life. This is your goals. These are the things that that inspire you and the things that, that are going to have a real tangible impact in your life uh, moving forward and the quality of life that you're going to have. Now, I really want you to pay attention to this particular area down here because it's so dangerous and so bad is that this over here this dark abyss in the middle. For those that aren't watching, this dark abyss is the land, you probably guessed it, between things that don't matter, or not between, but it's the overlap between the things that don't matter and the things you can't control, right? And that's really, that's really, um, that's like the politics and stuff. That's kind of where this, this kind of falls into there. Um... And because there are some things that that don't matter that you can control. And it's really hard to get a Venn diagram that actually does this right. Because this would be things that don't matter and do matter and and, and you can, can control. Or, like you know, it's hard to get that one where it's just uh, can't control and don't matter. But those, those absolutely exist. Um, which way you lace your shoes would be an example of, you know, left over, right or right over left or things that you can control and it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. And so, so we really want to put our focus on this area. Let's see what's, what's going to be our, our best. You know what we'll do? We'll do a special, it's like space color because this is where the magic happens. Uh, yes, it's magical colors up here between the things that you can control and the things that matter. It's really, really, really important that we identify in our lives these things because at the end of the day, no one is going to do this for you. No one cares about you more than you care about you. That's just the God's honest truth. The minute that you think or you have this expectation that somebody's going to take care of you is the minute that you're setting yourself up to really be let down. Um, and it's, it's nobody else's responsibility. It's your responsibility to make sure that you're taken care of and that your family's taken care of and you're doing what you're supposed to do to make your life as good as it can possibly be. Um, that's your job. That's your responsibility. And that's really why this matters. And that's why we're talking about it today is because we want to be able to sit down and spend some time really creating the list of the things that we can control and the things that, that do matter because there's, there's so much out there in today. There's so much, there are so many things that exist and stimulus coming in from all over the place you know we have black lives matter rallies we have you know people being shot people being pushed and trampled um we have national elections going on um we, school year starting with covid and you know parents are having to navigate their uh navigate this new world 
um, of trying to go back to work and then trying to get their kids to school, but the kids not necessarily going to school. There's just, there's so much happening right now that you have to sit down and really, really hammer out. What is it that you, what matters, right? I think that's a good place to start. And so when you look at the things that matter in, in the world, because you could say in the things that matter, you could also, because honestly what I did here, um, what I listed out when I put down health and your physical health and your mental health and your emotional health and the spirituality and uh, your goals and your relationships, those all, those are actually all in this area. They're all in that beautiful starred area that we, that we marked off. That's what you could control and what matters because other things, um, that matter that you can't control could be things like, here, let's do this. Um, just matter just and plus would be things like um uh politics this would actually be like politics this or and really like things that get political uh global warming right that matters oh my gosh i can't freaking uh sure like whether it's man-made or or whatever you know like the Whatever your thoughts or takes on it is, you know, that could be, if that's something that you think that matters, then, then that matters, you know, but how much effort are, are you having or how much impact are you having with the amount of effort that you're putting in? Uh, maybe it's a thing that matters and you can't really control. Like you're one, you could make all the best choices in the world in your life and it's going to have an infinitesimal, an infinitesimal amount of impact on on global warming and the impact. <laughs> um, uh, it could be, and, and, you know, anything that's big, like any of the big picture stuff, like you're just like, your your ability to control it is so minuscule that it's, is it worth your investment into it? Or the proposition from this show is that we can change the world. You and I, we can change the world. Um, and we can do that by focusing on what we can control. And so can we control global warming? No, we can't. We cannot control that. That's, that's, it matters, but we can't control it. What we can control is, is ourselves, right? We can control our thoughts. Our thoughts can control the act, the actions that we take. And the actions that we take ripple out from us to the world around us. So if we look at, so let's look at um, like this kind of in effect. So let's say that this is a rock. Wow, it's falling down and it's getting ready to hit the water. And then what? What is a skadoosh? <laughs> so, sorry, I'm a I'm a dad. So that is a kung fu panda reference. Get on it if you're not. Um, but so it land, it hits the water, right? And there's a splash. And so this is what this rock that's falling symbolizes is your action, right? So your action splashes and that splash is the significant immediate impact in your life. And so this is, this is on yourself. So the water is kind of like your life and the world around it. And so this splash right here is is it can be health it can be um wealth it can be um your family it can be your friends the things that you are immediately touching in your life right your actions have an immediate and instant impact on those things if you allow it to and so then it ripples out, right? And each ripple kind of gets a little bit bigger, a little bit further away, all the way out. And so these are kind of like our, kind of like the layers of the world around us, right? And and that's so we, we ripple out to um, to our community. Right, and so really before that, it's kind of like, um, so our friends would actually probably be here, right? Those are our friends. So our friends are red. 
and our family is like in one from there right and outside of there that's where we have um let's just do that purple out here that's kind of where we have um our community <clears throat> and then it, and it keeps spiraling out from there depending on um i mean in ways that you don't even know there's the impacts that you have are are insane they're absolutely insane um, the way that you're impacting people's lives and, and you don't realize that the thing that you said to the person that you work with really stuck with them and then they lived with that for years and they ended up actually teaching a course and when they taught a course they they taught it for people that flew in from around the world to come in to take this course um, whether it was mandatory or whatever it doesn't really matter but they trained these people from around the world and then they they took that with them and they carry that with them back to there. So like literally like that's a really short, easy path that happens probably way more frequently than you would think. Um, that had that almost specific event happened to me in my own life and I wasn't even aware of it and I would have never ever been aware of it had that person that I impacted not explicitly tell me years later. And so that's, um, that's it's it's extremely impactful and again this this gets back to to what we're talking about and it's it's what matters what can we control so you got to sit down and you got to make your list and that's really so your venn diagram needs to look like this it needs to be two circles it's what matters or it's what you can control and what matters and then the only thing that you need to be focusing on is this area right here right in between those things you focus on that and your life is going to be so much better you're gonna the quality of sleep that you're gonna get it's going to improve the 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 productivity that you're gonna have is gonna skyrocket because you're gonna stop taking action and and eat, spending time and expending mental energy on things that you can't control or things that don't matter and so i can't tell you what matters to you and what doesn't and you know what some of your identities are so tied to things that don't matter or so tied to things that you can't control that you you'll you'll mark these in into the things that matter and you'll shift it over to these things that that you could control and what matters like oh well I can have this influence on on these people by by taking this action and if I go out there and I protest then it's going to have all of these amazing impacts and blah 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 blah, blah. okay that's fine. Like, but the thing is, you need to write you need to write it out. If that's what you want to do and if that's where you want to invest your time and energy, then get it down. Write it down on paper. But really think, really sit down and, and consider what it is that you can control. Because like I said, you're gonna have if you've thought about this at all, you're really gonna have probably a fair list already of these things that matter. So you'll you'll have line and line and line and line of all these things that you that really matter to you. Um and then it's a question of, okay, well, what do you, of these, what can you control? And it's, it's the interesting thing and in that I don't want to, I don't, won't dive into too much, but you have to think about why it is, what are the limiting factors? Like, why is this control over here? Why can't it go to everything? You know, why is it that it's limited to just these things? Just these top one, two, three, four items, if that. You know, and it's a lot of it has to do with with time, with money, um and I mean that's really it. Like <laughs> it's time and money. If if you have if you don't have the time, but you have the money, right? If you don't have the time, but you do have the money, you can, instead of putting your efforts, your time efforts towards something, say uh, battling cancer is really important to you, um, you can throw freaking dollars at cancer. If you don't have money, but you have time, then you can you can 
participate in events that that increase awareness you can you can give your time you can donate uh, donate your time volunteering you know this that's really what it comes down to because it's at the end of it when you look at time then you're looking at like prioritization um are you if if it's if it's that important to you you're going to prioritize it right so a, a decent way to start trying to come up with this list of things that matter to you is by looking at what what are you doing today what does your list actually look like today um, through your actions? Those are the things that matter. Um, and so if you're, if you're confused and you're not knowing exactly where to start, and then if, if, you, if you have an idea, then, I mean, you want to kind of shift this from what you're doing to what it is that you want. What do you want to be doing? What are your desires, you know? And, and what, would you, what, what is the world, what does the world look like in your utopia and and then start there and then you could start big picture and it doesn't hurt to dream i'm not saying don't dream make the list make it big you know but then make sure that you don't stop there make sure you go and you flip it to the side where you're looking at what you can control and if you'll do that i will be here again next week to share more time and energy and thoughts and, and tools at this with you. I'm so happy that you guys came here today. I'm super pumped about the trainings we have coming up. Um, How to Change Your Mind is about to come out and get re-released uh, in a recorded fashion. You guys will get that. Um, I'll provide you a link in, a, in, in some show notes coming up. And then um, Gratitude as an Action. That's so huge. It's such an amazing, um, it's such an amazing program. I'm really excited for you guys to get your hands on it because this is how to change your mind is like this shield in this kind of reactive. It's like something bad happens uh, or something happens and you respond in a way that you don't necessarily desire. And this is the way that you can start changing your mind in a way that you can actually uh, circumvent these things. So it's kind of like this passive approach. Um, And so... I, uh, and so it's, it's this, it's this passive approach, whereas gratitude as an action, it's like taking the sword. So if that, if that's like your shield of how to change your mind is kind of like your shield, then gratitude as an action is like the sword that you're taking to cut down and to thwart these negative and non-productive thoughts that are, that are disrupting your life. And it's going on the offensive to make your life better in an active, real way. So I'm super excited for you guys to get it, and I cannot wait um, to get your feedback and to and to see how your guys' lives improve. But um, until then, I'll see you guys next week. Take care, be safe, and um, and enjoy enjoy your week and then enjoy your weekend. And I'll see you guys next time.